Hey y'all, it's Cherise. Hey y'all, it's Jaleesa Chantel. And this is Menace to Book Society. We're back. We are back. I know y'all missed us and our annoying voices, but you know, <laughs> we missed out too. You know what I realized making um, a TikTok last week is that I feel like my voice is a little nasally and I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I don't think it's nasally, but you ain't got no bass in your voice. Like, <laughs> well... Okay, we didn't have to bring that up, but <laughs> I mean it's better than nasally. Like <clears throat> it's not nasally. Like cool. Kim Kardashian, nasally. You just oh don't my have gosh. To- I watched Love is Blind after the altar uh a year later for the last season because the new season's about to start. And in the new season, they're gonna be in Houston, but that's beside the point. There's this girl in there, her name is Bliss. She sounds like a broken Kardashian. I fucking hate her voice. That sounds terrible. Oh, it was. It is. It is. I think she's a lovely girl. I think she's a lovely girl. But her voice, like, I was like, did she sound like this in during the whole season? Before you completely bring her down, huh? Build them up to break them down. That was kind of rude. That was like a backhanded compliment. (laughs) Just a little bit. My bad, Bliss. Your yeah, voice is grating, though. Well, don't lie to her now. Now she's going to have a compliment. Well, I said her voice is grating. <sighs> anyway, we're back, like I said before, from our summer break. You know, like the kids had summer break, so we had summer break. It was nice. A lot happens. Also, a it lot didn't happen. Time. You know, it was a thing. I was outside. I was not really. I mean, I kind of was, but not really. Not really. One of the best times I had though was going to the daiquiri shop. That was my first experience doing that. The chicken oh, yeah, was I love the daiquiri fried. shop. The, the chicken, chicken is fried. so good. Let me tell you something. Honestly, I'd go there just for the chicken. Like we got a three wing plate and we was able to share that boy. Okay, it was so good. And I finished my daiquiri, and that says a lot. Because let me tell you, who don't drink? I it's usually me. get like the. The jug one that you could bring home? No, I definitely ain't doing that. I had a regular size. You can save it. (laughs) I got a regular size. I'd be drunk after like four drinks of that thing. Like, it's too much. It's too much. But it was fun. And they played all my music. Like, I definitely went back to 2004 through 2006. It was great. It's a good time. It was a great time. Great, great, great time. The aunties was up in there acting a fool. But you know, life is brains. I did do a lot of reading. Got a new job. You did, but you also you also started reading, reading. I did. Just listening to audiobooks. Which has been a journey. Um, I still don't do it a whole, whole lot. But just doing mm-hmm. it even sometimes. So like what I've started doing was reading and listening <clears throat> at the same time. A lot so of that rituals really do that. Helped. Yeah, it helps me. So I'm like, I don't feel like it's taken me such a long time to finish the book. Um, but it feels good to be able to like pick up a book now and not be in my head about it. Like, it's okay. I am not in a rush to read these books. Now, the books that we do on the podcast, I will not be reading those. That's too much pressure. <laughs> Way too much pressure. Too you weak. know what book we should read first? Like, because it's just coming to my head. Karen and McManus, her latest book came out in July or August. So and he said it was July. 
we should see if it's on audio and that should be the first book because you know that's our girl we love her ah we love she's so her. good man she yeah those books are so uh, delicious <laughs> oh, last um, time my mama you remember me sending you the video of the frisco library yes beautiful library well my mama lives in frisco now i was about to say so who's gonna get us the library card? <laughs> She's already i wish on notice i wish i could go do the lewisville one but you have to like go get a library card and um I took a really long time to give them some of their books back. So I don't know if I can get a library card. So I'd have to get my mom to do it. Can she do it? Or you got to go like in the library? You got to go in the library. But if she tells them. But she lives there. So she could do it. Well, no, I'm saying though, like if she didn't want to go. Sorry, did I just hit the mic? Yes. I'm so sorry, guys. I can't actually hear what it sounds like. (laughs) My arm just brushed it. My bad. Um. Yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, we're going to see if we can get around her having to go. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, I'll try to look again to see. Because I didn't have to go, like, with the Dallas one. I just sent an email of my of my driver's license and, like, yeah, a little bill. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking maybe she can do. So, yeah. So, how are you liking your new job? I absolutely love my new job. Now, don't get me wrong. I have people at Carter Blood here that I miss and that I will miss working with. Um, but obviously I will talk to those people. Like I'm not too stressed about it. I miss the hell out of my team, but comma period backslash. I love my new job guys. Um, I love my team. Everybody works hard, even the supervisor. But when it's time to go, it's time to go supervisor in the hallway purse on shoulder eight clock out. That can be done tomorrow. That's what I'm talking about. Like, they care about work-life balance. It's There are no men coming in, so you don't have any reason to ever feel, like, uncomfortable or, you know, how men just be doing that thing that they do, you know? Men be men. It's, it's a, lot of, uh, a, a lot of feminine energy, but it's it's good energy. And I feel like I am a part of, like, a team, a family. Like, And I just started there. What my fourth going on my fifth week, I think. Like, I feel like I belong there, and they also feel like I belong there, so it's good. I needed the change, and it's more of what I, I think what I want to do because I'm dealing with patients, but there's also the administration side of it that also brings me some kind of like fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I'm weird in that way, mm-hmm. um, like even down to just scanning in paperwork like I enjoy enjoy those kind of things because it also gives me a second to like sit down but let me tell y'all something I be sleep when I lay down when I get home the pace y'all this girl will text me at 7 p.m and say I'm gonna take a nap just (laughs) girl I be needing a nap to finish out the rest of my night like I'd be so tired because it it ain't never slow honestly like today was probably I guess what would be considered a, a slow day and I literally had no idea like what to do with myself like I was literally trying to steal my teammates work that she was supposed to be doing who was doing her best to make that last all day and I'm like there's no way bro 
Like, I felt like we weren't doing something right. But tomorrow, tomorrow we have 72 patients on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, I was like... So back to regular schedule programming. Every time you text me, I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, bitch, just say you're going to sleep That's and what my stay mom asleep. will be saying too. But I, I literally, I'll wake up and I'll call her. And then I'll be on the phone with her for a minimum hour. And then I go to sleep. Except like, for one night, I swore my clock said it was 9.40. So I, and it looked dark, but, you know, I got these light-canceling curtains, so my apartment is always dark. And I lay down. My fan is on. It's nice and dark and cold. I look at my clock to make sure my alarms are on. It said it was 8.40 p.m. And I said, well, we're already here. So... <laughs> Good night, world. <laughs> like we're already here, so because oh, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, let me. It was one of those. Let me. I had to make sure all my night stuff was done, and I it just so happened to get done early. I guess I'd be trying to stay up, but let me tell y'all something. While I'm there, I don't be noticing how tired I am. I don't even think I have a chance to yawn good. Because we're always on the go. But when I get to the house and take that shower and sit on that bed. But y'all, then she'll text me. It'll be like 10, 30, 11. And she'll text me and she'll respond to all my TikToks. <laughs> and then like she'll, be, she'll tell me that she ate something good or she's watching like <laughs> Kev and uh, what's her That's name? Like yeah, Angel. And then, and this will be like 10, 10 30. <laughs> By 11, she's like, okay, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. Sometimes before then. And I'm like, yeah. you should, again, I was you just, being, just I was asleep. being respectful in responding <laughs> to your text. I was acknowledging you, okay? Because you have an issue with that. When I go so, when I go quiet for too long. But you told me you took a nap. I did take a nap, so I woke up. But that's what I'm saying. Like I'm expecting I, you to I just be asleep, so that I could lay down and go back to bed. Like it's I just crazy that like you'll take a nap, <laughs> wake up two hours later, then be back to sleep in two hours. Like I get it. I yeah, I understand. I less than two hours. It just be crazy. Unless I literally have to get up and do something, like my clothes are in the washer and I need to put them in the dryer, or I didn't eat before I lay down <clears> and took a nap. Usually, if I need to get up, I won't eat. So that way, I know I need to get up to eat something. Unless I'm that tired, and I just be like, "Yolo, I'm gonna drink this water." <laughs> It'll. It just—it's <laughs> just crazy to me. And uh, first of all, let me correct her. It's when it's been like I haven't heard from her in like two days, <laughs> and that's when I'll be it's like, been two days, bitch." Excuse me, where are you? It's never been two days. Hello, are you okay? Are you in a ditch? What is going on? That's what it is. So don't. But you can see my location. Don't play me. But sometimes I don't feel like looking. And then when I do look, I'll be like, well, she's at home. And I'll be like, well, bitch, is you depressed? Like, do I need to come over? Y'all knew I was depressed. Yeah, we knew. Bruh. (laughs) Your girl was tripping. What else? What else? What else? Um, but yeah, I really love my new job. Um, let's see, what else? My mama got her own new place. I'm so excited for her. It's beautiful. So 
black woman can, you know? <laughs> one door closed, another one opened right the fuck back. Amen. And uh, it's been it's been great. Did a lot of reading. I read 19 and a half books this summer. And I, I currently have you. three and a half going. Love that for you. I was quite proud of myself. But I don't know if it counts because I've listened mostly. Yes, it counts. They still count. Do Why wouldn't they count? Does it count if a blind person it wants to consume a book and they have to do audio because they can't see the pages? Would that not count for them? They can do Braille. It would be the equivalent. And what if the book isn't in Braille then, bitch? Then what? They could get it. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm sure it does, but that's different. It does count. It's kind of ableist of you to think that it doesn't. But against myself. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the fucking problem. Like, does that count? You know, I am very ableist against myself. That is something that I have noticed. And it's, oh, girl, how you do that to me? I just not realized that. What? Let me tell you. I never realized that I was ableist against myself. Like, even down to, like, using my handicap parking. I won't, if there's several open, I won't park in the first one. I'm like, oh, there's somebody out there more needing, more in need of this. And so I won't park there. I don't know, unless it's 107 degrees. But anyways. My mom will ask me why I don't park in the handicap if I'm driving her car and she's not with me. And I'm like, because I'm not handicapped. And you don't want that ticket. Well, I'm in her car. I'm not like. I could be handicapped. I mean, some true. people are handicapped and not, but I'm like, why would I do that? Because I do have some family members that might do that. But <clears throat> why would I do that? Like, I'm in your car. I'm not. I'm not disabled. So yeah. why would you? Why would I, I do that? that? Um, my summer was good. Like I said. Um, I was outside. I feel like when I set my intentions last year on my birthday for how I wanted my year to go, my new year, and I, my one intention, one of them was to like do more things and go outside and like hang out and whatever. God said, that's what you want? Bet. Because gradually since January, my outside, first it was every other weekend. I had something to do. I was outside. We hit the summertime. Went from every other weekend to first, second, and third. Then it was every week. I do not have. Well, I have my first full weekend to myself since August will be the 23rd and 24th after Beyonce. And it almost didn't happen because I was going to go see Victoria Monet with my cousin. But uh, those taxes and fees, I said, oh, girl, <laughs> I'm not doing it. And those taxes and fees begin you. So I said, oh, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'll have that whole weekend to myself. Also, I'll just be able to sit and rewatch my videos from Beyonce. <laughs> like, I am I so excited to see Beyonce. And I've seen her before. But it's something about the Beyonce that's on this tour that I can't wait to see live because it really is. And she has said this at one of her concerts. She was like, 
you know, I find she was basically saying like I finally realized I don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Because she's in a different point of womanhood, she, I think. Yeah, and she, she girl, she she fucking up the lyrics and laughing. Um like she's she, having fun. Like she's having a good time. The other day when she was singing, um Honestly, I feel like that's why she lets Blue come on stage. I oh, I love that, that she that blues Beyonce on stage. Would have let her do that. But I no, I feel like she would because she's been in stuff before, before now. Yeah, but I feel like, like after Lion King. That's true. I don't know. I still feel like maybe not as often or not as much as she is or just letting her be not caring what people are going to say about it. Every time I watch a video of Blue Ivy dancing, first of all, I feel like that's my niece. I get I get so emotional. I've seen this dance so many. I've seen her do it so many times in different locations. And I watch it just how like her, con- you could see that yeah. her confidence has grown oh, yeah. and a she's lot. getting it down. And I just be like, that's but my I'm baby. Like, this? The fact I'm like, that you I don't can know get up there girl. and do that in front of all the people. And then you in front of all those people. On the internet? No, you, Go on, sis. Because yeah. those people on the internet, I can't stand the way they were talking about her was just as bad as how they were talking about her hair when she was a baby. And guarantee can't none of them get out there and do none of that. And definitely not in front of that many people. Come on now. Your mom is Beyonce. And just the way people get on my nerves. Beyonce looks at her. With pride. With pride. And like, oh my gosh. said this is his favorite form of nepotism. And I said, you know what? And she's doing a damn good job. If if you gon if you're gonna do it, do it right. Do it right. Yeah. I just and then like I watched videos from her birthday performance the other day. I was gonna stay I, up I and try to watch it earlier, but I didn't watch it on live. But I watched Diana Ross sing to her and she didn't know she was coming and she ran out there. And I liked it because she sung at Diana Ross's birthday one year. So I was like, oh, this is such a cute moment. But what I really liked that someone pointed out on TikTok was she's singing one plus one and she's doing her I run. Love that song. And she looks over to her right, sees Tia Maori. Pause here. Tiara and her Tiara. Tia and her <laughs> sister. It's like I put Tia and Tamara, but just the like, end what? of Tamara. <laughs> Tia and Tamara were in like a girl group mm-hmm. and they're in a video and the song they say, the boy makes me go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce look, looks at Tia and says, oh my God, hey, I love you. Like she's mouthing and she blows her a kiss, comes back to the mic, next run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boy makes me. First of all, that song came out in 1990 something. Like, like, look, she's like, I, I'm like a she, fan of people too. She I'm shouts a, out. There's a you know, girl, and I love Tia. I, I mean, I, I love Tia too, but I, it's, I got a different respect for Tia. It's something about her that just, I don't know. I don't, I, know. Think, I don't like Drew Sedora. I still don't like Drew Sedora. I, hmm. I don't even if watch you know, you the know. Housewives. I don't if watch you know, the Housewives. You know. 
but apparently she her. lying about something. She's a man. And someone in the comments said, I ain't I ain't trusted her since the game. Period. She always lying about something. I watched I watched an episode <laughs> the other day and her and her husband was going through it and I was like, mm, that ain't nothing but karma. Yeah, she <laughs> lied about something. I think she cheated on him with Mimi Faust's ex-girlfriend. But apparently he cheated too. Like it's it's a mess. It's, it's a mess. Good. But I thought that was so good. And then, like, one of the, on her, um, on the homecoming uh, screen on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it says homecoming, there's a girl, and she's, like, crying. And she's, like, one of the stills, like, when for the movie. She printed it out and said, hey, do you remember me? There's a movie she on She was, Netflix? like, my name's Sydney. Well, not a movie, but the, the visuals from homecoming where she does, like, the behind That's the scenes Netflix? of them getting. Yeah. I watched it so many times. This is the thing. I I I am not like a Beyonce crazed fan. I mean, I'm not a crazed fan of anyone really. I don't ever know anything. If it wasn't for my Apple Music, I would not know when music dropped. And you and Amber, like I wouldn't know anything. But Uh, I only care about celebrities that like I like. But I don't care about the ones that I love. I don't know none about. I don't care about celebrities like I care about. Issa Rae and Beyonce because I feel like I just have those women have just inspired me especially Issa Rae but I'm especially in a dark time have anyone like that but that's okay is it I feel like like everyone has that no not everyone has that I feel like for me it would be I feel like for you it'd be Janae Aiko and Sean Anderson because you love those people, like, you tell me. You tell me more about I them love than them. I need a twenty eighty eight tour. Like, damn it! Why hasn't it been a thing? I like. Uh, I still don't even usher. Nah, but I also feel like because I don't think you're on. Like, I probably wouldn't know as much either if I wasn't on TikTok. Like, I'm on TikTok because, like, I don't follow like. On Instagram, I don't follow like the shade room and stuff. Yeah. So if I wasn't on TikTok and people that I followed didn't talk about some of the stuff, I wouldn't know like, what was going on. Because like I don't get on Twitter like that either. I unfortunately follow shade room because it's going to be the first thing I see when I log on and I can just go there and I'll be like, oh, and then I get right back. Because I feel like now you get a lot of like information, but it's not like when we grew up where everything was like, you know, it hit E News yeah. or MTV yeah. or something. So it was like, oh dang! Or if it was in like I don't know what was that magazine that we would buy and it would have like stuff about the celebrities. Oh, it was like one of those kids magazines, not J Fourteen. Oh, that was, for, uh, that was for them. Was it? Be- oh, I know what you're talking about. We had you know, a couple of them. We had a we couple had a couple of them. Of them. We had a couple of them. But because you get so much information because they don't know how to shut the hell up, and I think the reason why. I also like no I don't know a lot about Issa Rae and Beyonce, but like I've watched Beyonce's like documentaries that she's put out and I read Issa Rae's book and like I just follow their career. So I just know what they decide to tell us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. I think that's why I liked it the most. And Adele too, because they shut the hell up. <laughs> they don't they don't tell us their business. Yeah. I really don't know that it would be Janae and Sean though. That's what's wild. Kaylani? Uh-uh. If anything, Tamia. Mm. Tamia. Tamia and Grant Hill, actually. Grant Hill was already my favorite basketball player growing up. 
And then Tamia was my favorite singer. And then they got married. And then Tamia also has multiple sclerosis. She does. I, I loved Grant know. Hill's episode of Living Single. Me too. He's amazing. Regine, Regine. <laughs> that was a um, <laughs> I think for you it would be, I actually think for you it's Kev and Angel. I Did you know him. he's from El Paso? I love them, y'all. And if y'all don't follow them, go follow them. It is something about wholesome funny. Y'all, she sends me videos of her watching this on YouTube. And she will just record it and send it to me. I do not do YouTube. I do not follow influencers like that. But these people, I know them. I know their families, their kids, their sisters brothers i yeah, yeah it's kev it's, and angel that's who it would be 100 110 and my cousin i call her sticks her name is demetria uh they're having a tour of their podcast finally and i already told her hey hey they're coming to dallas not oklahoma so you're gonna have to come here because she she's on that wave with me i subscribe to his patreon it is that's definitely kev on stage it's and it hurt me to let go of the app, ha, but I had to have Netflix, so it had to go. Uh, but I still subscribe to that Patreon. So, yeah, it's something about them and the way he does business. Like, I've actually watched him from beginning to now and the people, how he's helped his friends, how he has helped put other people on and just he created his own studios. He's so people like- can come and create their own thing. He's like Adam Sandler with how Adam Literally. Sandler did all his friends. Yes, yes. Like, and the stuff like that, that he produced on that app, it is top tier stuff. It is not some cheap looking rinky dink. It is phenomenal. And, and they are hilarious. They have a show on the app. It's kind of like The Office, but the black version. And let me tell you something. It is fucking hilarious. Hilarious. But I digress. Yeah. It would definitely be Kevin Angel. Um, and Angel's Aquarius husband. He's funny too. I like their videos hilarious. that they make on TikTok. He's hilarious. Um. So yeah, this girl Sydney, she was like, "Do you remember? Do you remember me?" And she put a printout of her still from Homecoming from Netflix. Oh nice. And Beyonce singing, and she said, "Sydney, that's my girl." And then continue like. Aww. It's just the way that she's like shouting people out, like now, she's noticing people. Over, but just because you're in the stadium that she's performing in and you're crying, like I don't get that. I don't think it's in being in the stadium, like just being in the stadium, like not being in the but like being there with her in her presence, I guess. No, it's just it's not even just being in the same room as her. It's because I'm trying to like get the words really for when we went to, to see I like I formation like going to see formation just like the energy like not just from her but just from the people around you also like seeing her perform like when people say that girl perform that oh, lady it. performs the house that she's so good and then also too I think it's like the song so like when she did um when she did Me, Myself, and I, mm-hmm. that's when Chanel was like, oh, my God. And then Chanel was like, because that's one of her songs. Yeah. And then when she did one of my songs, I got emotional with that. Because, like, when I went to see Adele, it was, like, the same kind of thing. Like, when she did, like, 
my favorite song from 30 is I Drink Wine. So when she sang that and like I was just standing up like because also Adele's was different because Adele's is more intimate since mm-hmm. it's in a Vegas residency. And it's yeah. really like you're just hanging out with Adele and she just happens to sing songs. Yeah. But like when she sung I Drink Wine, like seeing it live and hearing her voice live and then like the visual she had behind her. I mean, that song, honestly, every time I listen to this that song up until recently, I would cry. Like, because it just means a lot to me, like, yeah. just, no, like, the meaning of the song, you know? To you. So I think it's, I think it's more so, like, this is someone that, like, has inspired a lot of people, like, you know, her music has helped a lot of people, like, get out oh, of, like, because, yeah, you know, music can help you get out of, real. The but, like, is for real. I really think it's just more so, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm, I'm seeing her and she's singing these songs and then it's like taking you back a little bit. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like the, and her, her performing that lady, like. Angel said, um, she said that she, at some point on the tour, she has a, she must've gotten hurt. She was like, she wasn't performing like she normally performs. And Angel, she said she went and saw her. She saw her twice. So Mm -hmm. the first time she, it was the second time she saw her, she could tell like she was on the up and up of the recovery, but definitely recovering. So probably Did by she the time see her in Europe first? No, she saw her in Kentucky first. Oh, okay. Because yeah, that Europe leg was the beginning yeah. of that Euro leg, they were not giving her the energy that like other places, especially here, yeah. were giving her. And yeah. she was real, it was real, it was giving dress rehearsal. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> hey, if y'all if y'all not gonna act right. But no, she's I mean she in started Kentucky. in Stockholm. Yeah, I don't know. Um she no, nah, Angel she saw her in Kentucky and then she saw her on that birthday show that she just did and crying like a fool, but and I mean like <gasps> crying. I'm like, what is happening? It's just Why? like and you know, I used to think people were crazy too, like when I would watch videos of like Prince's concerts or Mike Michael Jackson had bitches falling out. Like yeah, he hasn't even opened his mouth yet, and these people are passing out. And at first, I was like, "That is crazy. That's crazy." For you, because I've I've been to other concerts. Like you know, I love Drake. I've been to Drake twice. I was happy and excited, but I didn't get like emotional. emotional. But I saw Beyonce emotional. Adele, emo like. And then I think also with Adele, I was emotional too because I went with my mom. Yeah. And like just to see oh, it's because I'm, I'm about say, to I'm about to start that time of the so I'm getting real emotional. Oh my god. But like seeing how my emotional. mom seeing my mom be like that happy, especially yeah. like because she yeah. wasn't for a that's, while. That's a like girl. that was that's her girl. I think she I think my she mom loves Adele more than she loves Prince and uh Barbara Streisand. Though Barbara Streisand and when Prince died, I said, Oh my god, I hope Bab stays stays around a little longer because I can't go through this <laughs> with my mama like like it was it was like the way my mom loves Babs and Prince That's was crazy. crazy to me. Like anytime uh Purple Rain came on TV, Teresa down. You're watching Sit it. down. The only other thing she liked that with is like Bonanza and her other westerns, but especially Bonanza. But Prince and Babs, and like with Adele, she's like, well, her other albums just didn't like. They're good, but this album, 
is really good. But I think it's because, you know, Adele was in that transition after divorce and like my mom could relate because the transition after the stroke and stuff. Because I like 30, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite album. 25 is my favorite album. And, um, but my, y'all, my mama, I went over to her house and I looked over where she got her records sitting. I said, where you get that magazine of Adele? Because that's new. That's new. She got a magazine of Adele that she bought from the store. The magazine from Caesar's Palace that's in the hotel on the table. Okay. She brought it with her. (laughs) Okay. Like, and I think, did she get a tour book? No, she didn't get a tour book. But we both got a shirt. Oh, and then I got a hat that says I drink wine because that's my favorite song. But yeah, that lady, no, I think she did get a tour book. I'll have to look. I also bought my mom a $90 Prince book. And I told her the other day, I said, yeah, I spent $90 on that. And you just letting it collect dust. You better dust that hoe off. Why isn't it sitting in the middle of this coffee table? And she was like, you did not spend $90. And I said, yes, I did. And I I turned it around. She said, why did you spend $90 on that? And I said, because I just happened to be in Barnes & Noble buying me something so I could feel better about life. And I happened to see that book. And I said, oh, my God, my mom loves Prince. And she was like, did you see the price before you bought it? And I said, yeah. And I bought it. I would do and that. I, I can't it. even look at you crazy because I would do that for my mom. I, do it, I, would do that I for almost mom. bought her a Prince album today when I was at Half Price Books. But then I, I would have had to I put do, three of my that. books There's down. There's certain people that I do that for. I can't say I put something back for everybody, but there are certain people I'm going to put something back for or I'm going to pay a little extra just so I can get you something too. Yeah, like if I know, like, Especially um, my I sent my cousin a picture of this Harry Potter. Well, it was another one. It was bigger of these and she was like can you get me one I'll sell you and I was like yeah and then I have a Harry Potter um cup that I got at a art thing mm-hmm. and I was gonna buy her one no it's a different cup I think oh. I sent you a picture it has like different images on it it's one of those that someone made oh, okay. um and I got that and I was gonna get her one but she was so the girl was sold out so I didn't get to get her one. But like if I know that you really like something yeah. and I see it and I have the extra funds to trick mm-hmm. on you, I'm a trick on you. I'm, I'm a trick a, on you, period. I period. like to spoil my bitches. <laughs> because why not? Like why? I like to spoil I like people, to spoil anyone like in my vicinity. Yes. It's like it's a love language for me. It is a love language for me. And I love that. I love that for the people in my life. Because one thing I know how to do is give a gift. Or pick out something or do something just because. Did I do anything else this summer? Summer, summer, summer. No, but you know, when Venus was in her microgrades, Jalisa doesn't know what that means, but when Venus was in retrograde, let me tell you, she did her big one on my life, y'all. Like, like I know a lot of fixed signs, Scorpios, Aquarius. Who else is fixed? Gemini, no. Cancer, no, because I'm fixed anyway the fixed signs were going through it Sharice wasn't <laughs> Sharice was like I was gonna be my best fucking life. now mercury in her micro braids that bitch is that bitch is trying to take me out but I also think it's just because I'm about to start my period because she not she not finna she not finna KO my ass this mercury retrograde season oh you just reminded me of something else that happened this summer guys Oh, sorry. I backed away from my mic. Guys. Can you not pull your mic in? 
Um, like closer to your bed? Because you know it opens a little bit. It's because it's on this table and the table is Oh, weird. it's on the table. I thought you yeah. hooked it to the bed. No, I couldn't because of the way the thing is. I couldn't get it to hook to the bed, so I put it on the table. Um, I finally found a doctor that agreed to tie my tube. She did. She did. I have been fighting for that for I don't know how long, and I finally found one. I have not she gotten it done been. yet, but I know that it's the option, and if I can do it before the end of the year, that is my plan. But I am just. She heard me. She listened to me. She didn't even interrupt to ask questions. Like, she literally, she wanted to hear what I had to say about it. And she could tell, like, I really thought about this. And, guys, if the fight is if you don't already have children and you're not married, they care more about that. So tying your tubes is not an option. I also had to fight for my IUD. Because what if you get married and your husband wants kids? Or what if you change your mind? Mind you, I've never wanted children. And my multiple sclerosis diagnosis sealed that. For sure. My my dad had to, um, I mean, also like military too, but my dad had to like sign a paper allowing my mom to get her tubes tied. Like it's, it's... (laughs) It's wild to me. Um, but yes, I, I found someone and she just said to me, hey, it sounds like you've really thought about this and you have your reasons and I don't see why not. Obviously, my age helped a little bit, I'm sure, because at this point it's geriatric and with my health and everything, but it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. And so, yeah, that honestly was that day I almost cried. I hugged her, let me tell you. <laughs> I hugged her. And she said almost <laughs> cried because she doesn't. I don't cry. She has coal where her heart's supposed <laughs> to be. I don't, guys. Because I got this ice box where my heart is. <laughs> okay, me and Chanel. <laughs> my, me and Chanel started. Me, we would we get on my mother's nerves. I absolutely know we get on her nerves. Because Chanel was here one time and we started seeing ice. And my mom said, what is that? Because we were like, because I think I told Chanel she has an icebox where her heart is supposed to be. You did. You and told she started, me. She started singing, and my mom didn't know what that is. So we put on the video. Oh, God, not the video. And they got our asses up. The music that we used to listen to. Like, oh, I, I made my amazing. mom on her birthday. After we watched Adele, okay, after we watched some other things, I played her Lady Gaga featuring Beyonce Telephone. I love that song. I got to download it. I love that I haven't heard that in so long. I'm down. But that video, and my mom said, that is my Are there cigarettes on her sunglasses? And they're lit? I said, yes, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. And then I played her three Spice Girl videos. With my accompany my accompanying them, and I said, "Look, I gave you a concert for your birthday." She said, "Yeah, a concert I didn't ask for, but thanks." And I said, "Yeah, but when people ask you what did you do for your birthday," she said, "Yeah, I'm going to tell them my daughter gave me a concert that I didn't ask for." I said, "That's fine," because guess I said, "Guess what your husband's getting on his birthday?" A my concert? mama get comedy shows. Guess what y'all are getting on my birthday? 
a concert. What are you talking? The best day of the year, and I take off on my birthday every year. I will be at my Who mother's. Take house. off on their birthday every year. A lot of people don't. I'm going on my first cruise next year for my birthday. I'm. So I noticed that people. There's a lot of people that don't like their birthday and they think it's weird that people celebrate their birthdays or get like super excited and plan a bunch of stuff for their birthday they compare birthday people to disney adults what's wrong with that is that an insult yeah it's an insult some disney adults are weird um Uh, But I also think that a lot of people don't like Disney adults because they're like, why are you... Because people think that once you become an adult, you can't like Disney certain things like Disney or like video games. And she could not understand why I wanted to go to Disney World for my 30th birthday. Like, she could not get it. I'm sorry. Did you hit adulthood and die? Like, If it's something that I've always wanted to do and you don't like amusement parks. That's why a lot of adults are miserable, so... I'm like, if I, I came, I'm going to. And I a cruise sounds really fun. I it happened so quickly. We were just having a conversation, and the next thing I know, I have signed up for a cruise for four days going to the Bahamas. And I said, okay. That's a good time. I've always wanted to do a cruise, but then I'm like after you know all the things that have been going in the ocean like the ocean animals ganging up on people to be like listen bitch 2020 was here y'all weren't here and now you're pissing us off like those i guess they hit a a great whale or an orca with a boat and now they're volleying them bitches every time there's a boat in the water i I don't know who hit my mama but you (laughs) but you gotta go (laughs) and i just feel like the animals of the sea and also the ancestors that are in the Feel ocean that. are getting together and they're like, well, yeah, let's keep these bitches out of the ocean. Can you just tell them to leave my boat alone? Can you just sure. tell them to leave my boat alone? That's all sure. I'm asking. But the gag is, I'm going yeah. with three 25-year-olds. I say, y'all need to understand something. I'm going to tell them, hey, if I slip off and you don't see me, just know I'm just in the room taking a nap. If y'all think I'm be able to last all day, being busy all day with no nap, Nah, I am old. Jay, you're not old just because I don't look 35. <laughs> my body knows it's uh, 35. My okay? body knows I'm in my 30s. It and knows. That is it knows. I can't, I can't fool my own body. I'm, I can fool anyone. I've been doing it for about 14, 15 years. I make multiple sclerosis look good as hell. Okay. But let me tell you what. The body knows. The body knows. So I'm going to just be like, hey, if I'm gone longer than two hours, come wake me up. But, you know, other than that, just relax. And you know the thing about it, though, is this doesn't apply to romantic relationships, though, y'all. If a 30-year-old man wants to date someone under the age of 25 whose frontal lobe hasn't even developed, that's a red flag. But in friendships of the same sex, I think it's very valuable to have friends that are older than you and friends that are yes, I agree. And having certain jobs be having you besties with people 10 years younger than you and 10 years, 20 years older than you. Because I know a lot of people, especially like a lot of adults, don't think that they can learn anything from these these young, young kids, kids. Which is but why you actually some, of them learn. Got some, sense, bro. some of them got some good sense now. And like really, the I feel like of them don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. 
But I also feel like the older generations are upset because they figured out how to work smarter and not harder. And that infuriates them. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like, especially boomers, but Gen Mm -hmm. X and then definitely some some of our older millennials, I think they're upset because they're, they're working harder and I mean, smarter and not harder. But I feel like those of us millennials who like started that whole thing, like if you're not happy at your job, get the fuck up and leave your job and get (laughs) you a new one. Or, you know, I'm going to work smarter, not harder. I'm not giving you like we we learned the system. And I feel like they saw those of us that learned the system and said, okay, we about to we see we see y'all walking. We finna run. We finna run. What's that girl's name? Shakari Robinson, this bitch. Like we finna run um so let's talk about the books (laughs) let's talk about what we're here for um when we started did i say menace to book society or did i just say menace to society it's cute that you think i would remember that well they'll see the title on the the thing they'll be all right y'all know who we are don't 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 do herbs kids um so (laughs) let's talk about the books that we read this summer we're not going to talk about all the books that we read because clearly we don't have time she she read 19 i read 15 i read 19 and i have you only read 15 how remember i didn't read for a a while but you've been reading the summer i mean i read but i wasn't reading a lot Hmm. and it was taking me a long time to like read stuff i only read 15 books since our break, I've only read 15 books. Hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm behind on my reading goal. Um, and I read 15 books. So we're each going to talk about four books in a series that we read. Um, and we're just going to give you all a little, little information about it. You want to start? Um, Sure. Okay. So the first one, this wasn't going to be my first one originally, but it's going to be my first one. I'm going to talk about the series last. Um, so I'm going to start off with The Perfect Find. Okay. The book, phenomenal. It was well-written. It was cute. It was quirky. It was believable, even down to, like, the casting. Before I watched the movie, the casting was actually perfect, okay? The the two main characters could not have been more perfectly cast. However, if you are going to read the book, do not watch the movie. I repeat, do not watch the movie. You're going to be pissed off. I'm still pissed off and I want that time back. Um, I am disgusted and disappointed that the author would even let that be put out. But I guess, hey, if you want your book to be turned into a movie, what do you do? But damn, but damn, the good part was the part that was changed. And that don't make sense to me, but I digress. Now, if you don't want to read the book, watch the movie. You'll love it. It's really cute. Um, but if you're going to read the book again, don't watch it because it's just going to piss you off. Um, another one that I read is actually a historical fiction. I read this with my church book club. We don't always read like strictly Christian books, but we do keep it as PG as possible, obviously. Um, and this book was called um, The Keeper of Happy Endings. And y'all, it started off. It wasn't really slow, but it was a little confusing. So it seemed like it was going slow. 
But once you get past like those first few chapters, like it turns into something else. Um, and it's like, oh shoot, let me look. Hold on. I forgot to get the authors actually. Sometimes let me go to my list. Um, where is it? Get reads. I do suggest actually listening to it. Um, it makes it more theatrical, um, which I feel is important to the story that's being told. Um, it definitely gives more of a reminiscent feel, especially with a certain character's accent being as strong as it is. Um, it did make it a little hard to follow at the beginning, but once you get used to her voice, it's easier mm-hmm. to follow like as the book goes on. Because had it not gotten better, I don't know that I would have been able to. Um, it is written by Barbara Davis and it's called The Keeper of Happy Endings. Um, so I'll tell you like a little bit about it. Um, so uh, the, the character that has the accent, um, her and her mother, they are former dressmakers and they are basically known for creating wedding dresses that always equate to a happy ending for that bride and her groom. Um, there's supposed to be magic in the dresses that they make, right? This is during wartime. Um, I, I can't I forget what, what city, she, I think it's Paris. I'm pretty sure it's Paris is where she is, the guy she finds, he's American, he's over there, the war, blah, blah, blah. Um, so during the war, when they meet, he sends her um, over to America to stay with his family. His dad's an asshole, okay? Hear me, asshole. Um, he basically alters their whole future because he hates her. Um, it's said that he has disappeared, and then he basically tells her that he's died. Um, she was pregnant. They tell her that her baby has also died. Um, he is absolute garbage. Um, but anyways, so in a more recent time, this girl, her fiance is missing. She has a mother who is an asshole. Um, so <laughs> she's like, oh, it's been five months. Why aren't you over this already? That's basically when I got John to the story because I was like, now what type of shit is that? Like, there's got to be somebody that hurt you, so I need to know what's going on, you know, because he's been missing for five months, no leads, no nothing, and I'm supposed to be over it. Obviously, her mama didn't like him. She didn't think he was good enough for her. Anyway, so before he leaves, or I can say leave, he didn't leave, he, he's missing. Um, he inspires her to open up her own art studio to display, you know, unknown artists' artwork. And that's something that she really wanted to do, but her mom didn't think it was a lucrative of enough kind of career. Um, she thought it was a waste of time, essentially. So she goes and she decides she's going to do this. And this is how her and this um, this Parisian lady meet. She actually buys the lady's old dress studio that had previously burned down, but she did not want to sell the building. She would not sell it, but it was something about this girl that made her want to sell it to her. And then from there, the story just unfolds. And it is like, I did not expect what happened to happen. But it's like two souls just connecting in the most unlikely of ways. But it was like it was destined or something. I don't know. It wrapped up so nice. Um, So I do suggest it. But it is historical fiction. So if that's not your thing, 
that's not your thing. Kind of didn't suggest it to you because I'm like, she might like it, but then she might not. I, I think like you historical know. fiction, but is it people? Um, yes, which is why I was like, I don't know if you would or if you wouldn't. It's still, it was a really good story though. Like, it was really, really good. It was like wholesome in the way of the thing about home which is also another book that I am bringing to the table. Oh my gosh, that's on my list too, but let me Great. find another that, book. I'm not going to go into too much detail on it, so you can. Um, okay. But all I can say is that it is simple perfection. Like, what is better than finding your roots and being able to experience the Black family experience that you hadn't experienced before? To me, it's something about, because there are thousands of cousins aunties uncles in that whether y'all are spread out across the country or in the same city like you always have i don't know it's something about black families and for her to be able to experience that i absolutely love that for her especially coming from what happened to her and what she is trying to escape in the moment like i loved it so freaking much but let me tell you something it made me miss the hell out of my grandma it made me miss the hell out of my grandma um and I was just like it kind of reminded me of when my grandma passed away because I feel like to this day and can't nobody tell me different because my grandma was it was my great grandma I didn't know my mom's mom she passed away when my mom was little so my great grandma is my grandma um she literally died almost a year to date of my high school graduation. I wow. feel like she held on so she could watch me graduate because I was her baby. Can't nobody tell me different. And honestly, I don't know that my family would tell me different because they would probably believe it too. That's probably literally amazing. almost a year to the day. And let me tell you how soul crushing it was. <laughs> it was so, oh so soul crushing but i recovered her ring is the only piece of gold jewelry that i own and will ever own um i wear it and surprisingly no matter what size i have been i have been able to fit it it's weird because at the time i was almost 250 and i can still fit it it's very very weird it's not anywho 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 but yes guys i i definitely say <clears throat> it is worth the read it's a good it was a good pace i feel like they explained everything i mean they, honestly i didn't feel like they left any stone unturned um i wish that no i don't have any wishes i i oh her mama was about to want she's about to catch these hands I, my mom was so annoying. Oh, she's she worked my everlasting. But then when I read the story, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, all right. My mom was still annoying. Yeah, she really was. But you know, I, after you get the full story, you're just kind of like, okay, I get it. Cause damn, I get it. <laughs> Cause I don't know how I would have felt either. But it's still, she, she worked my ab- absolute. I ab- got it too. But then also at the same time, I didn't get it because... Like, I don't condone even it. I if, got it, but I don't condone it. Yeah, because even if like you didn't want to go see the family again, I feel like 
you could have at least told her more about her dad. Like literally, at least give that. And that comes from a kid that don't know much about her dad. Um, I don't know that I even want to know at this point, but like, I, I think at a certain point in my life, it was probably important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe not voiced it or didn't press the issue or anything like that, but I do feel like it's a, it's important to a certain extent. Um, yeah. especially because she didn't have, she didn't have family on her mama's side. So it's like that Besides other piece like her of her. cousin. Yeah, so I'm like, you're you're not giving her much of who she is as a person. Me, I have a huge family. I yeah. am, and I have a father that was there. So it's like, I don't necessarily feel like I missed out on anything because I have all of that. I have all the love. So it's like, for her to not have that, now if I didn't have this, I could see why it would be even more important to know more about you, know more about about your roots. But I also feel like if you have the opportunity to allow your child to meet the family, I feel like at a certain point, it should be their option of where they want to or not. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, you were grieving, but like that was kind of a little selfish to not it was like- very selfish. Especially not, like, knowing the community that she would have, you know what I mean? Like to know that she would have that extra support. Like I, honestly, I, I get that she thought that they would hate her, like that how his mom hated her or whatever. Yeah. Um because they of, put it aside like, what happened. Maybe. Yeah, but also too, like, I mean, girl, like you didn't you really just cut them out of literally just dis- like literally they for, like his right. funeral like Girl, they had- them the book i wasn't gonna go all into the detail oh. like that dang i mean it's not really that big of a it is kind of because it's- oh well oh well y'all just have bit. to fucking deal with it a little bit, little bit. i'm anyways. not i'm not apologizing <sighs> anyways anyway but-, but what i was saying was the mom had every right to speak to you the oh, way that yeah. she spoke to you. 110% because how the fuck? Because why you? would you do that? Ma- honestly, 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 my mama would have whipped her ass. And like, my and mama wouldn't even... have thought twice about it. If she she would have been like 58 where I'm about to cut this edge in half and I'm about to whip this hoe. Because even if you had beef with the family, that's like I don't know, like that's that's just, his family. That's still his family. Like, don't be how wrong. dare you? How yeah. that's his mama? I'm like, forget everybody else. That's his mama, bro. Like, no, no. How, like, I I couldn't. I get where her mind was, but no part of me could ever do that because yeah, no. everybody could have got what they wanted. Everybody. Everybody could have got what they wanted. It, it didn't have to be this thing, but she made it that thing. And I'm like, you know, you was wrong. And that's why you stayed away. That's my opinion of it. That's my opinion of it. I feel like she knew what she did was messed up. and But she was just like, well, I'm sending 10 toes down in it because it can't be undone. Exactly. But any hoo-hoo. And then the next book. This book, um, it's a little Bollywood feature. I actually thoroughly enjoyed this book. I read this book. Did I listen to it too? No, I think I read this whole book. 
it is called accidentally engaged okay um and it was like her trying to be rebellious just backfired on her and she ended up finding the love of her freaking life the story was so cute of how they were dating but not dating because they were not going to get married that was just the whole thing he had a promise not to marry her it was a whole thing okay i tried to read that book or Hmm? listen to it i tried to listen to that book it was really cute book it was really super cute. Um, it, and it progressed in a way. And it's it's a girl, her parents trying to set up a ranch marriage for her because she's not married yet. Her little sister has been married and all these other things, but she has not. And she's not in a hurry to do so. She's got a crazy baking habit, though. Like, it's weird the way she, And it's just about bread. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but they enter this cooking competition together uh, where they have to pose, where they're going to pose as a engaged couple, even though they're not. And they slowly and gradually fall in love, but it really wasn't slow or gradual. Like, they were kind of made for each other. <laughs> like, it was a perfect fit from, like, the initial meeting. But anyways, um, it was super cute. You guys read it. I don't really want to go into too much detail about it because it don't really matter like that. Um, now on to my series. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. So I went on a series deep dive into Kennedy Ryan's previous Oh, you did the long shot. (sighs) The Hoop series. The Hoop series. But you did long shot too, didn't you? It's all it's oh it's uh, all together yeah yeah, that's the name of the series oh so um let me see I'll give them in the order girl I'm just gonna put hoop series on that I mean yeah so it's long shot block shot and then hook shot so honestly I did not know that Kennedy was uh capable of writing something so dark but the first book of this series is wild uh, and I mean to the 19th degree wild, okay? I don't get emotional on a lot of things. No, I did not cry still. But I was like, who hurt you that you're not actually te-? Like, it was really dark. The abuse, it was mental abuse. It was physical abuse. It was verbal abuse, emotional abuse. It was all forms of abuse, wrapped into one, um, sexual abuse even. Um, I hated that it had to be so graphic, but I like that it highlighted that just because you're married it or engaged or in a relationship, it doesn't mean that they can just have sex with you when they want to. Rape exists inside of relationships. And I think that if someone reads this book that is or has experienced it, maybe it will like be like okay this is not how this is supposed to go because there is a happy ending thank god because that first book it's and it kind of comes back a little bit in the next books but it's more like running into said abuser or things like that no actual abuse happens um it's an interracial love story which she has a lot of those she has a lot of those and i read another series bless you you. um it is called i think it's the grip series or the flow series i can't remember that one irritated me because it seemed very kennedy ryan huh is it kennedy ryan yeah it's kennedy ryan it seemed like a very stereotypical interracial relationship uh where um rich affluent white girl doesn't understand black 
black people problems it was really annoying to me actually um but this one wasn't it wasn't like that this one it was a it didn't seem like it was forced it didn't seem (laughs) that's all i can say about the other one i don't suggest that one i mean it wasn't bad it was still a good story i guess but like the the white counterpart in the other series she is the part that just she gave me full karen in a sense of the ignorance and um not understanding why an african-american person that he's really close to would have an issue with her (laughs) like it just you know it annoyed the shit out of me i ain't gonna tell i ain't gonna hold you i only finished the series because i started it and it was good but that aspect of it, I could have done without. But the other chick in the Hoop series, now she's just a bad bitch. And after what she went through, I was like, girl, I'm finishing your story because I need to see you win. And Go she now. did, damn it. And she did. Go, take your long legs and go lay down. She is yelling at my nephew, guys. First of all, I wasn't Call even yelling. CPS. I oh, wasn't even yelling. So... Shut that down. She was yelling. Okay. <clears throat> Anywho's, I'm done now. <sighs> okay. I'm going to save the best book for last, obviously, because I might get emotional. <clears throat> so I'm going to talk about my series first. I listened to The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. They were actually really good. They were cute mysteries um, about this girl, Avery, who ends up inheriting, like, this Hawthorne because the people are Hawthorns she ends up um inheriting all this money from the grandfather no one in like the daughters only get money uh to pay off their debts and then the grandsons I think only get money to like go to school or something but she gets the whole fortune the house everything she doesn't even know who this man is She's never met this man a day in her life. She has no idea who he is. So like each book. So the first book is figuring out, okay, why Avery? Like, why did she get the money? Then the second book. And so then like they kind of figure it out a little bit. And then the second book is another mystery because his son, like they think that the Hawthorne son, his son, Toby, they think he's dead. And so the first book is trying to figure out like, why she's here and then the second book which is the Hawthorne legacy is about Toby the son that they think that everybody thinks is dead um and then the final gambit is like where it really all ties together why she's the one who got this inheritance it was just really cute um there is a I'll call it one of us to read read to listen did you because i tried to do it and it told me that the audiobook had to be on hold you're going to have to download another app my dear oh girl fuck you cloud library i think haven't we tried for me to get into that cloud library no we did hoopla god damn it okay it's your only option dear i searched (laughs) all the other libraries (laughs) um so it's really cute there is a love triangle between her kind of and two of the brothers and I don't know if I've ever said this before but I fucking hate love triangles it's probably it's not my least favorite trope but it's one of my least favorite tropes because I just don't see the point of a love triangle if people ain't fucking like (laughs) 
<laughs> and we finna we finna get to a book that I read that was spicy. Um, but yeah, so the Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. That series was super cute. Oops, didn't mean to touch that. Okay, so a book that I read, it was called Certain Dark Things. And it's about vampires. And um one of my mutuals on TikTok recommended it for Scorpios. She did like a whole series of like books you should read based off of your zodiac sign. And so this is one of her books by it's by Sylvia Moreno Garcia. I think have you read Mexican Gothic? I tried, remember, and the I tried I tried to listen to it and I kept like spacing out. So I think I'm gonna like read it, read it. Um, but she wrote this book too, and it's about um it's based in Mexico City, and it has, like, you get Aztec culture, you get Mexican culture, and there's five POVs, but it's, like, not, it didn't confuse me, and maybe because I was listening to it, mm-hmm. but I really like the POVs, so the POVs follow the vampire Otto, who's, like, the main, main person, and then the a vampire that's, like, looking for her, and then it follows Domingo, who is a lonely street kid who ends up befriending Otto, and then it follows a cop in the Mex- in Mexico City. And then it follows a guy who was hired by the other vampire's family to, like, he works for them. And they're looking for Otto or whatever because it's, like, a, a vampire war type of thing. But Mexico City, vampires aren't allowed in Mexico City. Hmm. So, like, and Otto is a different type of, like, vampire. Like, she has wings and stuff like that. But it's, like, more, like, on the Aztec side. But it's, like, the the vampires, like, she's Aztec. So it's that's why hers are different. And then the guy that's searching for her, he's a different type of vampire because the vampires in Europe fled to Mexico. So, like, you have European vampires and then you have yeah. vampires from Mexico. So, like, the vampire things are different. Yeah. Um, but, like they end up in Mexico city cause she's trying to like get away from a rival. It's a narco vampire clan and she's trying to get away from them. And so it's just, it's just really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a good pace book. I just, it was good. The ending was good. However, I wanted the ending to be different. Mm. That's it. I just wanted the ending. I just wanted it to end a certain way. And it did not end that way. I feel that. And that's disappointing when it doesn't end how you want it to. And that's why I gave it 4.75 stars because it didn't end the way that I wanted it to. So that and was I my do like petty story rating. Graph. I like story graph for that reason because I don't have to do like a 4 or a 5. Like I can do 0.25 yeah. or a half or whatever. I actually also, don't. You mentioned Spicy and about the books that you have read. All Kennedy Ryan books. That bitch know how to write a sex scene, okay? <laughs> that bitch but know listen, how to write a spicy scene. She, her sex scene ain't got nothing she, on this book just for the cameras. Mm. Because this book had me thinking, um, hope my mother doesn't listen to this podcast or any of my aunties, but um, if you I'm do, grown. Grown. I'm grown. This had me thinking, maybe I want to do do another threesome but with 
two men instead like oh. this book tell your mama so, don't listen to this she don't they don't so they need to follow trigger warning for moms and aunties <laughs> trigger warning for moms and aunties so this book follows um kian jordan and luca i think jordan actually kian and jordan are sex workers and they have the equivalent to like an only fans now how do you know jordan and not jordan were you listening to it because it's spelled with two N's and an E. That's stupid. They're Nigerian. <laughs> and they live in the UK. <laughs> They're Nigerian and they live in the UK. Interesting. Alrighty then. So that's why I think it's Jordan because why would it be Jordan and there's two N's and an E? Well, hey, why is there a K in knife? I don't know. You know what you write. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be Jordan. So, you know, like Ken and Jordan are sex workers and they're also bisexual and they have a roommate, Luca, who is demisexual. And so y'all, this demisexual is when like your, your attraction to someone is based off of like, it's not, there's no, like, if you're sexually attracted to someone, it's because they stimulate you in like with your your brain they okay. stimulate you like intellectually i thought that was called something else no that one's the demisexual i'm pretty sure anyway whatever um if it's not i'm sorry alphabet mafia i apologize i will learn the rest of the letters <laughs> it's a lot um of so um as the b i'm sorry that i don't know more letters <laughs> as an so, ally guys i'm sorry too um this book opens in a sex scene Okay. And basically, because it's it's in the description. So basically you're, you're really wrong, dear. I just what is it? What is it? Um, so it is people, um, people who identify as demisexual only feel sexual attraction to someone after they formed a strong emotional bond with them. Oh, so it's emotions. Yeah. My bad. It's not stimulating your mind. Well, you have to stimulate someone's mind to get to they rare they actually rarely feel sexual attraction. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. And they have little to no interest. What? Little Luca to no was, interest. Luca was feeling it a lot. Then apparently they <laughs> didn't <sexual. laughs> But they I mean, I mean, it's always like they, a they, Unless they form this bond, they maybe. Well, they do it. have an emotional bond. Well, but also, did. too, I feel like a lot of things are like a spectrum. Because I listened to an asexual book. And the only reason I didn't list that one is because that bitch got on my nerves. Yeah. But I did listen to an asexual book. And like, they explained mm-hmm. how like it's a like a spectrum of things because a lot of people wouldn't believe that the character was asexual because she liked to dress up or she liked to like show show off her body like she was comfortable like in her own skin and being like viewed as sexual but she wasn't a sexual person so people would get like confused about that anyway so like chloe bailey that's the kind of vibe she gives me i don't know why that she's okay. asexual? No, not that she, not the asexual. Oh, that she's comfortable? That she's comfortable, but she's not a sexual person. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she um, presents it, but she's not. Yeah. yeah I kind of feel like, like that's that. Beyonce too, but. No, no Beyonce's yeah. probably sexual. Never mind. That girl is very much sexual. She'd yeah. be talking so about sex mind. in every fucking album. Um, Kian and Jordan, like they're basically living out a fantasy that has to do with their flatmate and best friend, Luca. And um, Luca ends up 
coming home from work and he's talking to them while they're on the couch like <laughs> and he's talking to them and he notices at the end and he only notices because they have the the couch cover that they use when they have sex on the couch he notices that it's out and so then he like makes some like comment and then he like leaves. And so then, are they like, in a relationship? Kian and Jordan are. Okay. Luca's just their like their best friend okay. and like flatmate and stuff like yeah. that. But after this, because they all have a they have the couple has a crush on Luca and Luca has a crush on them, but they don't know. They haven't told each other because oh. they're afraid to like mess up yeah. that relationship. Yeah. But then Luca slowly by slowly like he starts like oh well maybe I we could do it for your subscribers and we could just do my legs down because he's not a sex worker he's a photographer yeah. and so then they do that and then like it progressively gets more and more but it's like there's no toxicity it's yeah. like a romance there's no toxicity it's just straight so does that count love. As like a love triangle then I would see it as a love triangle because there's three fucking people in love. To me, that should be that's the only reason. Love triangle is a negative. Is a and that's why I don't like love triangles. Something else because to me, they're they're all in it together. That's but to me, this is how this is how a love triangle should be presented. I hate how love triangles. It's like will. Will she, won't she pick the guy or will he or will he not pick the girl? And it's always, it's, and I, I don't think that that should be considered a love triangle. I just think it's stupid. Girl or boy, pick who you want to pick. Stop leading the other person on. Stop it. But to people me, like to have their cake and eat it too. And to that's me, the problem. Because these three people are in love and it's three people, it's a triangle. That's a polyamorous relationship. Well, duh. But it's three people. So to me, it that's what a love I'm saying for that's me, what you, that's, what, that's what a love triangle should be. Yeah. Not that stupid shit that they be putting in books because it's always written so dumb. Books it's and just and everything else. It's just so stupid. And they always pick the wrong one. Every it's because time. they always pick the wrong one every time. Anyway, this book was so good, like because they just really just loved it was just cute. They like loved each other. They wanted the best for like each other. And then like Kian and Jordan, since they didn't want to like pressure him into like do anything, they were really letting him like lead the way. But then it got mm-hmm. to the point where it was like, he's two in his head. So like Kian was like, well, let me do something. And it's just the families. Well, Kian's family is the best family in the situation. Um, Luca's family, however, is not. I wanted to get up in that book and fight his mama and his daddy. They they weren't like against. They were just terrible parents. Mm. They were just terrible parents. So and then just in general, Jordan's parents like the dad is terrible, and but she still talks to her mom and she knows that like her mom like she's married to her dad like things like that. But then like. Things happen with her mom and it's just, it's just a really, everybody has a happy ending basically. Yeah. Like it's just a really, it was a really cute, lovely book. And I buddy read it with my, well, I didn't, we didn't buddy read it because she was reading something else. And then she started reading this and she, she uh, reviewed it on TikTok and she gave the spicy like a 3.5. And when I made my TikTok, I was like, so if y'all saw Tiff's video, she gave it a 3.5, but I must not read too many spicy books because this was off the charts for me. Oh. And she was like, I'm a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Is it because she reads like dark romance and stuff? Like she told me like one time some girl got tied to a tree and then the man was like fucking her while she was tied to the tree. One girl got fucked with a loaded gun. Like what was the name of this book for the camera? This book is um just for the cameras. It's on Kindle. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay, so that was that book. Oh, um I also read a thing about home. I really enjoyed it. I my favorite thing about the thing about home was that because you know, sometimes in books and movies where they, they're going to go find themselves after something happens, mm-hmm. they automatically throw that like romance thing in there. And I feel like the romance was really just like the like the bottom bottom layer of this book even though it was there and you could like feel like while you're reading the book that it was there it was like so in the background that it didn't really matter and I also liked how with the history of it all in the south I like how Miss Ida my favorite character the grandma love 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 Miss Ida I love how she was teaching um Casey? Yes. I like how she was teaching Casey about like herbs and stuff and how like the herbs heal your body. I also, I also, so y'all, it's like, it's kind of like, it's a dual timeline type of book. So you have Casey's timeline and then once she like meets her family, she, and this isn't giving anything in a way, it's in the synopsis. Um, she gets her great grandmother, Odessa Black, she gets her journal, and I feel like the Odessa Black parts were perfectly placed mm-hmm. in between Casey's parts yes. because I feel like they came as she was asking a question mm-hmm. and they answered it. It was kind of like the person she was telling her about it, like in a movie, they're telling you about it, and then it goes over to that mm-hmm, memory mm-hmm. and you get that visual of that memory as they're telling the story that is a perfect way to explain it yes it's really good there kiddo and um <laughs> I really like that and I just I don't I don't know like the herbs thing like teaching about the herbs yeah. and the fact that like the holistic Miss Ida just knew that. like the holistic thing I really like that because you know I'm into that kind of thing um, like that you know so am I that's the only reason that I but am you know like but like with the like spiritual aspects that they were yeah. also discussing it in. Yeah. And like because so basically y'all like I when the pandemic hit, I did a lot of research into like hoodoo and stuff and like basically why we like shun that as a community now. And basically it's because of colonization and white supremacy because they said that we were trying to kill slave masters and then they started killing people for practicing hoodoo. Um but a lot of a lot of people like Zora Neil Hurst and uh the uh Harriet Tubman were hoodoo practitioners but anyway that's beside the point the point is I wanted to know like why these like what it was all about and they believed in God but they also believed like the things that got put on this earth were here to heal us just like they would use like bible verses plus whatever like herbs they were putting together to like heal someone and I like how that was kind of like brought in there because I feel like the two can coexist, but so yeah. many people think that it can't. Mm-hmm. But I just think, I feel like the two can. So I really love that. But one of the quotes I really like that I'm going to tell y'all, because I think that this is something really beautiful. Odessa says, um, please do things I couldn't. The women before you could only dream, but I know they hope for a better day for their daughters and all the women down their family line. Do me and them the honor of living your dreams so that our sacrifices will be seen that 
will be seeds that have fallen on good ground. That quote, like while I was listening to it, I was like, that's really like how it is. Like, especially if you do know your family. Yeah. So like me, like I'm super close to my mom's side of the family. Like my great grandmother died when I was 20, like all those things. So I saw like the women in my family, like they're passing, like the sacrifices that they made to like get their kids to where they are for like my mom to get me to where I am. And I was just like, and because my mom is such a person that's like, I'm an only child. And like, I feel like, you know, I have to stay here because my parents are like sick. That's a choice that I'm making. But my mom has like told me, no, like always follow your dreams. And if you want to leave, leave. If you want to move somewhere else, move somewhere else because this is your life and you need to live your life for you. So follow your dreams. And I was just like, that is so good. That is so good, Miss Odessa Black. But yeah, that book is really good. And it's by Rhonda McKnight. Um, As always, I'll put these books in the description. But my final book that I'm going to talk about is They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. This book wrecked me in the best way possible. It was like he snatched my soul and stomped on it, but also in the best, like his boots had rainbows coming out of them. Like the, like just in the, just in the best way possible y'all. Like, so obviously the book is going to be sad because it says they both die at the end. But for some reason I thought I'll be sad. I'll be a little choked up, but like, I'll be fine. No, y'all. No, I was getting choked up almost every page. And then I got to, I had, I got to page. there's 368 pages and I got to page 300 and I called my mom and I said, so I'm getting really emotional now. And, um, Oh, was that the video you sent me when you were crying? That was, that was once I got to the end. Oh. And I was like, I'll call you back in like 20 minutes. Cause I'll probably be done. When I got to 30 pages left of the book, that's when I started sobbing. Like I had to take my glasses off because I just kept crying. The pages were blurring and everything like that. And I think it's because I don't think I was expecting to fall in love with the characters as much as I did. So I was getting, I got halfway through the book and I was like, Maybe this is just a gotcha, and he's not actually, they're not actually going to die. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, maybe Death Cast is wrong. Like, maybe it's going to show us that there's a flaw in the system. It was a glitch. Katniss Everdeen is going to come and shoot There's a glitch the in the system. Like, y'all, like, I'm showing her the book, but I, like, tabbed quotes that I really liked. Jeez. Um... I underlined quotes that I liked. I, I'm i not like, I typically don't reread books because I still remember plots of books that I read in middle school. So I try, I typically do not read reread books because my brain will be like, we've already been here before. Why did you bring me back? <laughs> like, why did I do this? Like, it's a brand new book. <laughs> but this, this book, I'm going to reread it every single year. I have already made that declaration. This has become 
my favorite book of the year. And my favorite book of the year was the first advanced reader copy I got of The Blood Gift by Annie Davenport because I love that duology. But that second book was really good. But this right here, Adam Silvera, you had no business. <laughs> you had no business writing this. So like y'all, because this is my last book, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read the back. It says, on September 5th, a little after midnight, Deathcast calls Mateo Torres and Rufus, I'm not even gonna say that last name because I know I'm a butcher it, to deliver, I ain't got it, I ain't got it, to deliver some bad news. They're gonna die in less than 24 hours. Mateo, Mateo, girl, can I read? Mateo and Rufus are total strangers, but for different reasons. They're both looking to make a new friend on their end day. The good news is there's an app for that. It's called Last Friend. And through it, Rufus and Mateo meet up for meet up for one final epic adventure to live a lifetime in a single day. And when I tell y'all, Rufus, I love Rufus. Rufus I helps me. Rufus, yeah. He helps Mateo live. And um Mateo helps Rufus basically heal from something that happened like four months prior. Yeah. Um, I don't know, y'all. This book was just, this book is perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect. <laughs> this book is so good. I never read the, um, I rarely read like what the artist says like after, like why they wrote it. But, like, his acknowledgement, well, not the acknowledgements, because that's when he's just acknowledging people. But I don't know if it, are you reading it or listening? I'm reading it. So, like, there's bonus material. And so, like, he write Adam Silvera wrote an essay mm -hmm. about, like, oh, the book nice. and why he chose the title. It says the title spoils everything. And I, I'm not going to, I want you to read the essay, so I'm not even going to tell the people, like, what the essay is about, but one of the characters, I will say one of the characters was created to help Adam Silvera in a certain, in a way. Um, he also has like, uh, which I'm not going to show you this either because you're reading it. I told you there's, so there's multiple POVs. It's mostly Mateo and Rufus, but there's like side POVs, which I think is my favorite part of the book because they tie back to Rufus and Mateo in some way shape or fashion and to me I feel like it showed that no matter it could be you could have done something bad to someone you could have been kind to someone you could have talked to them for two seconds you could have just been in close proximity and maybe bumped into their shoulder but you could leave a lasting impact on that person yep. um, and you never know who's around and how like your lives like might converge mm. and I feel like the side POVs like really showed that yeah especially when it comes to like Mateo like Rufus too like once you get to Rufus like you'll see why I worded that the way that I did mm -hmm. with like the good the bad the kind whatever but like even like with Mateo like he left some lasting impacts on people and one of them was a really good one but he has i'm showing julissa at the end he has um like scans oh, nice. of his journal that yeah. he i think i want to buy that now 
Yeah, like, and I actually want to read, there's a book after this, but that's like the prequel Mm -hmm. that he wrote after this about like the first time that the beginning of Death Cast um, that tells them they're going to die. So I'm probably going to buy that too. And I hope like, I'm going to like find him on socials and I hope that he does like a book tour. I don't know if he's still writing books, but like a book tour some way, somehow. I don't even, I don't even know if I'm going to want whatever book he's writing. I just want him to sign (laughs) my books. (laughs) I just want him to sign this book. Like, I just think, excuse me, like, y'all, this, I don't know what I'm going to read next. I actually went to Half Price Books today to buy books to make myself feel better. So, because I, to make myself feel better. I was just, well, I'm like, I don't have the bookstore, place. the bookstore makes me feel better. Me and too. I think that's because the library made me feel good. That's so why like sometimes I have so many library cards. Sometimes even if I don't buy anything, yeah, I just too. like being amongst 100%. books. I also love the smell of books. One hundred. I love this. That's why I like going to the library. I love the smell of the library book. Mm-hmm. And you know, I actually found books that I wanted to read in half price books today. Um, that like are newer books because I don't really a lot of the books that they have. It's like I don't want to buy those. Does Storycraft like, have that thing where you can scan the book and it adds to your list like Goodreads does? Um, It doesn't have a scanner. Mm. I would say that's the only thing that I might not like about it, but it's still a better option than Goodreads. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, I get why you like it. I like it too. It's just I've been no, I think so long. Yeah, like, and a lot of people, like, honestly, a lot of people have, but like, well, you're not on book talk like I'm on book talk, but like it's just like it's just Goodreads is just not a good place, especially when it comes to like reviews, because people will I like this way more one because it was created by a black lady, Honestly, but I don't two sometimes I read the reviews, but the thing that I don't like about Goodreads is that people will rate a book one star but they never read the book they never cracked open the book they never bought the book and it's kind of just like well damn and I read the reviews because sometimes I don't want to go into a book blind after book talk had me reading uh they're all black in the mirror whatever the fucking shit that was (laughs) that we read and queenie in all mirrors she's black or something yeah like I I need to see I need to see what the people are thinking about some of these books because they bamboozled me with an, it's in every mirror. She's black. They bamboozled the fuck out of me with that book. And I want to, I want to donate it to somewhere, but remember, remember when I got a uh, yam juice on it from my mom's house <laughs> yeah, and I, I cried, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, well, but I did, I did cry. Be- I would never a book? I don't care if I don't care if it's the most terrible book in the world because I cried. That is so I hate messing. No, I know books. how that feels. Remember when I read my Jasmine Guillory book cover? Oh, that girl. I never put another book to work. I was distraught. Like I just, animals. I just noticed yesterday that this corner is bent bent like that, and I think it's because I went to my auntie's retirement party. It was a pool party. And I took the book with me thinking, we'll if I decide to, listen, 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 listen. I said, if I decide to get in the pool to get away from people 
or go to the pool area and people aren't talking to me, I want to read my book. Black people don't get in the pool (laughs) at a pool party. Oh my gosh, everybody was in the pool. That was funny. Everybody was in the pool or we were in, like a lot of us were in the clubhouse, which it was a nice ass clubhouse. But like my auntie whose retirement party was, she kept going back and forth from the pool to the clubhouse. We had a good old time. I tell you what. But I had also been in the pool on Friday. And then I also went swimming last Thursday. So I was like, I'm not trying to get, I want to get in the pool, but I'm also not trying to get in the pool because I want to float and actually swim. And I got shit to do for the next couple of weeks. And I'm not retwisting this shit until it gets closer to Beyonce. And I hate looking crazy, crazy because some of my hair don't go into my locks. So I'd be looking insane. And then I told you how I fixed my part. Incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you were doing there. Yeah, but yeah, those were the books that we read, and the next book that we're gonna read is gonna be One of Us Is Back by Karen M. McManus, the goat of YA mystery and thriller. What did you say the app was called? Cloud. This is a really long, this is almost two. I'm definitely cutting some of that out now. <laughs> the, uh, the, the the love language thing can be cut out. Yeah. Yeah. Club Library by Biblioteca. It's not Biblioteca, but I see it's Theca. Cloud but Library. It says Cloud Library by Biblioteca. Yes. Yes. Okay. That is it. Oh, I got too many goddamn apps. Also, I got to get some of these pictures and shit off my phone because I'm going to be record. I don't need my phone telling me, um, ma'am, no your cloud storage is full. Uh, 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 uh. Better not. Okay, you're going to have to send me the information for this. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, she's going to ask me for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's already asking me what library. Um... This pisses me off. I just got on this. I don't even know why it opens it. It says nearly five decades after he was wrongfully. Con- Never mind. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it to myself because I'm already irritated. Um. Let me see. What am I looking for? The information. <sighs> Accounts. Well, you could just text it to me. I gotta remember it, girl. That's the whole. Okay. Thing. So well, I'll figure it out. Okay, um, so yeah, y'all, that was the podcast. I know earlier in the podcast, I said I wasn't cutting shit out, but I'm actually going to cut shit out because we're at an hour and 51 minutes long. And I don't think that y'all want to listen to an hour and 51 minutes. I would. I mean, I, I listen too, we are I listen to the read and I love when they their podcast be like two hours long. They hate it, but I love it. Um, but I will be cutting it's some up. stuff I out. I love when Kevin and be doing it too. That's why I subscribe to the Patreon so I can get yeah. the, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Again, the next book will be One of Us Is Back by Karen M. McManus. If you want to check that book out and read it with us, well, you know what I'm saying. And then we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks. In two weeks. 
Also, I hope that this sounds so good for y'all because we're using mics. We are. She figured out how to get it to work. We took a break and we came back like, let's give the bitches quality. <laughs> and they getting it. <laughs> and they getting quality. Y'all might get videos later on. We don't know. I don't like being perceived that much and I'm already on book talk and that's enough percep- people perceiving me. Especially with me going outside a lot now, I really just want to like lock myself in my room. I if you got to choose between TikTok and our podcast, pretty sure the podcast should be the one that you should it. Yeah, pretty sure. Should it? Okay, y'all. Now at this point, we're just babbling. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.